0: Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Soul Leadership Podcast. I am your host, Crystal Hill, Soul Leadership Mentor, Embodiment Coach and Founder of Crystal Hill Publishing, where we give conscious leaders a platform to elevate their businesses to the next level, increase their impact and influence to awaken and empower humanity into deeper levels of sovereignty and connection. You are in the right place if you are looking for inspiration and tangible tools on all things awakening, empowerment and enlightenment to move out of the old paradigms of business and living into a new era where we lead from our souls knowing, connect from our hearts, collaborate and create communities that celebrate our unique essence. Welcome, everyone, to another episode with the authors of Fearless Presence. Today, I have a special guest and a dear friend with me. Mia Munro is a passionate woman on a mission. Through her 16 year career in human transformation, she has coached, mentored, and activated humans globally to stand in their power and create lives that are fueled by deliberate choice, reinventing themselves to create enriched lives. She's an ethical visionary and sees beyond the societal constructs and old paradigms that do little to fuel a new world and economy. A best selling author of the human reinvention formula, she's leading a new conversation and disrupting old ways. Mia lives in Nusa, Australia, and is deeply connected to the ocean, nature, and all things tropical paradise. She is a passionate foodie, lover of all animals and music. She has been a lifelong seeker of the truth and continues this work through her books, speaking events and online programs. Mia, I am so excited to have this conversation with you.
1: It's so wonderful to be here and be obviously part of this incredible book.
0: Yes, thank you. And I'd love to start by you sharing just a little bit about your journey of how you got to where you are now. And what was it about reinvention? Like, how did that theme sort of how did that become such an important focus for you?
1: yeah absolutely because it's a new conversation this conversation of talking about reset and reinvent yourself i've been in the industry uh, originally was a nurse and then um in a big corporation and then decided to uh, study psychotherapy and move forward in the field of human transformation and back in the day i guess there a lot of the focus was around Mind control and around you know NLP strategies and things like that, of which all had real value. Um, But as I went through my own life, I've always felt that I've been a teacher from experience, from personal experience. And I can have all the theories and methodologies in the world, but the most powerful ones are the ones that I've personally experienced have transformed my own life, and they that they are the ones that have motivated me, you know, at a very core level to do something profound in the world for others and so as i've moved through uh, many years ago i decided the personal development industry i was done i'd done my time Um, i wasn't happy with a lot of what i was seeing in the industry uh, and uh, i was becoming very disheartened Um, through that time i took myself off to live in asia for four and a half years and And had an incredible time running freedom-based lifestyle retreats over in in, um, Asia and Costa Rica and Tonga and around the world. And um, I really got myself out of the matrix and off the grid. And I think that was a very smart move for me because I was having all these internal conflicts about uh, the way things were operating for me in the industry, personal development, but also in Australia. And I just had to break free of it and I think but you know living in a different country breaking free of it it really does help you unhook okay it does help you slow down it does um, help you come into radical honesty and radical alignment with yourself and that's exactly what it happened and when I got the call to come back to Australia it was a very intuitive call uh, to pack up my beautiful villa in Bali and come home I uh I was really worried. I was really worried about re-entering, I guess, a Western world. But it was more than that. Uh, it was the, the constructs of the country, um, you know, the Western society that I was most worried about. And I think you'll agree with me today that, um, you know, it's playing out in a horrific way for humanity. Uh, but it's also giving us a chance to reset and reinvent ourselves. And what that really means, hon, is it means that, that it's not about just um, changing a belief system anymore. It's not just about changing a story or a pattern. This is much deeper than that. I mean, on the street, in the old days, we never talked about things like trauma and shame and narcissism and these, these things. We we hid away from them. And um, the truth is, is that I've been experiencing or have been experiencing trauma for a very big part of my life. And the work that I was doing personal development-wise wasn't cutting through, okay? It was improving the way my life was and I've had some wonderful perceived success in my life. But the greatest success of all is to wake up in the morning and be calm and be happy and at peace with life. And I had no idea as a human that some of us <laughs> had to go through so much hell to get to a place of peace and joy. I, I saw, I didn't see a lot of joy in a lot of people around me. I saw a lot of trauma. And to this day, I feel like it's been a gift I've been given. These, you know, horrific traumas I've walked through myself have been a radical gift. I've been given to be able to understand what reinvention is all about so perhaps in the past it was like let's tidy some stuff up yeah make you feel a little bit better maybe we could even hype you up at a couple of hyped up events yeah in the hope that that will change something and you know it does change things but what about the ancestral traumas? What about the stuff that's going back past lives? What about the stuff that is so deep in our nervous system? It, cuts, it continues to sabotage and create more and more traumatic events. If you look at my life over the last five years, I can say this smiling now, but <laughs> I wasn't smiling. You know, I went from somebody who was living the absolute dream in Asia, uh, even though I'd lost my big company uh, to a business partner with fraud, I I had everything that people dream about. And yet uh, I didn't have deep joy in my heart. And and so when I came back to Australia, I had fully thought that I left it all behind. (laughs) And what I actually had done was park it. So the people I meet today where i'm meeting incredible human beings who have parked their trauma parked their suffering shut down from it disconnected from it and they are hoping for the next quick fix well, this isn't quick fix work, uh, to reset and reinvent yourself is to say, you know what, I've got one life to lead, and I'm going I'm to do this fully. And, and, you know, when I talk about this, but from my perspective, when I saw this book was coming out, I knew I had to write for it. Because the presence that we we are in fear when we start this work. We we absolutely are in fear, and um, there's a part of us that has to kind of grab fear, and and own it, and um and and fully experience it on some levels. Now I never expected my fully experiencing of fear to be domestic violence. I never experienced my fear to be losing multiple babies, uh, losing lots of, uh, of money. I didn't. I didn't expect that, but it is what it is. And I I went through it and and the faster I go through it, the faster it melted away. And I discovered this world where I believe 99% of humans are coming from. And they're coming from a place of, and I know the statistics are going to be challenged, of stored trauma. One in one human has got trauma running in their life right now. They may be acting as if it's all great. Um, but, you know, to step into a fearless presence is to owner our, own our lives. It's not to be the victim of them, but we are victims on some level. Uh, I disagree with, you know, this thing around don't be a victim. I say lean into the victim, experience what it's like to be a victim. I am a victim of violence. I am a victim of abuse on multiple levels. And I'm also somebody that now has an extraordinary presence that can uh, that has has brought me so much joy and happiness in my life but can also bring so many other people as well mm,
0: amazing you packed so much into that uh, <laughs> it was like yeah like the stored trauma you know we all have stored trauma and and that that cover on facebook or on social media where people are saying hi look my life is so great and tra- and and there is still so much shame around holding trauma And that's why it's not being talked about, because we feel like we have to have it all together. And so I wonder how how do you work with, with your clients now to help them release that shame
1: around trauma, release the fact that we need to be perfect, so to speak? Yeah, beautiful question. Um, We At the Human Reinvention Academy, we have principles that we live by, um, and you can see those on my website. Uh, But one of the ones, the the biggest principle that we start with is radical honesty. And in order to hold an organisation that commands radical honesty, we actually have to create enormous trust. And we're living in a society that has very little trust. <laughs> okay. Uh, oh, in fact, at the moment I see with what's happening in the world, there's probably too much trust in the wrong people, actually. Um, I think that's probably more brainwashing than anything. But um so I work really ch- I work really hard to uh to create an organization of trust, of safety. Um, most people aren't feeling safe. And so we need to, we need to really provide or create that environment Um, and we actually do that in the form of group work which is really interesting we do a little bit of one-on-one but it's actually um, powerful to do one-on-one deep diving work together but when we put you into a collective what I call sacred container um, where we uh, immerse you in uh, the emotions of being human and beautiful, uh, energetic experiences that help you release and unhook. Some pretty powerful things happen. Uh, many people want to run away. That uh, we hold this this love, this 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 place. And the, the the truth is, is very few people have ever experienced that in their lifetime. Um, I know some are, are, are lucky to have that in their family unit, but most I speak to don't. Um, some people have it in their intimate relationship, but a big majority don't. <laughs> you know, some people have it in their friendship groups, yeah, some people don't are playing lone wolf. So we need to create safety. And some would say you can't create safety. I've had all sorts of amazing challenges on my work. Uh, but you can I had severe PTSD uh, uh, post the violence. Um, and I you know, I was watching my back uh, every moment of the day. And I was able to create complete safety uh, for myself and be able to create a community around me. So That's one of the main things that we work towards. And then we need to do a concept that most people really dream of, but are terrified of. And that's what I call slow down to speed up. We've got to bring it all in. We've got to bring all that crazy, chaotic energy out there. And we need to bring you into silence, into quiet, into stillness. And I'm not talking about necessarily guided meditations or even meditation, although they're wonderful tools that help us. But actually, have you calibrating yourself on a an hour by hour basis or day, stilling stilling the mind, bringing in a stronger connection to higher self? It's great to do meditation, etc. I love it, amazing, amazing. And if we don't learn to park the ego mind and request it to step aside so that the higher self can step in and speak from complete wisdom then we never really the meditation makes you feel good for a little bit but it doesn't change anything and we I personally believe that the 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 greatest way to release stored trauma in the most kind and gentle way is through higher self connection Uh, because it's just it's a it's a it's like a channel forth to whatever your belief system is be it universe or god or energy or uh, angels or, or spirit it, it doesn't matter but you're releasing it to a higher power and that can be um you know very very radical and fast and um and then we just nurture you to put in practices to support that
0: mm, beautiful yeah the trauma release through higher self connection just really want to pause on that and really presence that and I feel in my own journey, my own trauma release, or dealing with really intense things in my life, I've that's been the one thing that's really helped me through. Because for me, what happened is it allowed me to see that it's on some level, this is a game. Like it's it's all an illusion. Like if I'm this higher self, amazing being out of the body. what's happening here is just a movie and I'm happening to them be the main character on it and I've happened to attach to it really really badly and of course we have a human body we are human so the trauma is in the body as well so maybe you can speak to how you how you work with that how you in your in your
1: work release that yeah beautiful question thank you um yeah absolutely uh to get to a, a place of fearless presence we need to you know, step the ego mind aside, we need to welcome in a connection to higher self that eventually becomes a permanent connection. For some, it's, you know, a little challenging in the beginning. We just need to teach you how to do it. Uh, but this somatic stuff, the body is um, an extraordinary, uh, extraordinary third-dimensional vehicle that um, it stores beautifully. It stores toxins, it stores memories, it stores all these things. So I in our uh, 90 Days to Thrive program, we talk about... Um, Um, what are all the aspects of of how to thrive? We can't look at one system without the other. Uh, So yes, we're handing, handing some of our trauma over, but we're still dealing with a physical body that has memory and cellular memory. So... I'm a major fan of a whole bunch of tools. Uh, Some of the ones that have worked beautifully for me, but we literally uh, bring the group together and then we then prescribe based on someone's experience. And then they test and measure until they get their perfect prescription, okay? My prescription to begin with way back was breath work. Uh, it was a very, very powerful way of uh, releasing a deep, deep trauma. For me now, however, uh, breath work is almost too strong. Uh, it kind of, I had one on the beach recently and I did one on the beach recently and it was very cathartic. Grandmother uh, healing energy and it was just quite strong for my system so it depends where your nervous system is at to what we would work with um, i love calibration teaching people how to calibrate from when they start wake up in the morning till they go to bed uh, we use audio processes with sound healing um you know here i am in, in the past, six, seven years ago, medical science nurse <laughs> and um, building a profiling system to change the psychological profile of someone, and now we're talking about uh, a lot more uh, working with the body. Uh, Pilates for me has been an, an extraordinary, uh, uh, it's not even about the exercise, it's about the processing of letting go and how I hold Stress in the body. Uh, we've got obviously sound healings. We've got some people like to do um, things like ceremonies. Infrared saunas has been one of the most powerful tools to this day that has healed not only six viruses in my body, autoimmune indicators all turned on, but that that one hundred percent alongside home, uh, homeopathic um, sort of viral focused meditations plus connection to higher self has been what's healed my body. Um, I've had severe pituitary issues as well. I've had to, I've I've cleared Neil, I've just 100% healed those through spirit as well. So look, (laughs) we we need to stay open because every human being is unique and extraordinary. And uh, so we must prescribe based on Uh, that human being sitting in front of us. And I think that's a unique thing that we do. We don't say that here's a cookie cut program. We say, here's here's some opportunities for you. And this week in the 90 days, we're going to really look at your practices and we're going to get you to trial a whole bunch and assess which of these practices are working for you which ones are not delete straight away so delete delete but we have to create the space for that to happen so we do things like deleting and completing so let's delete anything that doesn't need to be there or no longer serving your highest good let's complete anything that needs completing create some space slow down to speed up and then start to look at some of the practices uh, that are I mean I see I see in the future like I see these these amazing retreats we go to where it's not just about the nutrition and the meditation I mean they're really, they're really going to another level with healing, and um, and I, you know, I believe we're always going to have new other levels of trauma to move through, but with the people we're working with, I'm seeing such radical shifts in 90 days, like such radical. Like when you sit down and talk to these people and ask them their story. It's like wow, <laughs> you know, when they begin and at the end they are feel, you know, they stand with feelers presence. That's for sure. They stand and they, they're not their story and they're moving forward. And um, some of the big ones is things like healing autoimmune, chronic fatigue, um, yeah, and. You know, for some people that have been abused and been in narcissistic relationships, you know, they're able to find loving relationships again. I think that's a huge one too.
0: That is huge, yeah, because generally people who attract narcissists once will attract them over and over and over until we do that inner healing and that inner clearing work to really let that go and believe that we are worth to have that love. Because that's really what it's about is that that, that lack of self-worth, isn't it, on some level, not even on a conscious level, that attracts narcissistic behaviours. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I want to shift the focus onto the writing process of Fearless Presence. Like you've been, you know, you've written your own books, you've written best-selling books, and now you've written this chapter. How was it, how was that for you to write this chapter? What did you, dis- did you discover anything about yourself or...
1: yeah. yeah yeah I mean I have I have written before so I've got two book two full books out myself it was a different challenge you know um when you've got a whole book to tell your story and share a methodology uh it takes a lot of time and it's a lot of deep diving and that's profound in itself uh and I didn't know how to go writing a chapter it was almost like I didn't really know where to start to begin with uh, because I had so much to say. Um, but I actually found the process of um, having a word limit uh, very empowering and I felt like I was able to uh, really uh, articulate. First of all, it was just like a brain dump <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, that's way too much. <laughs> Second of all, it was just, I mean, I use a lot of my t- writing techniques of breathing and music and looking at the ocean. and uh, But, yeah, being able to refine it into... Um, into a chapter and and feeling that my chapter had worth in in this book. And also I I felt a real responsibility to the other authors. Uh, That was an interesting one. I felt very, yeah, like I really wanted to do well for them as well because I thought I don't want anyone to pick this book up and kind of get my chapter and go oh god why is she in the chapter you know these other authors I wanted to I wanted to shine a light on everyone around me and I liked that I felt that way um that I saw no competition and yeah so for me it was just a beautiful experience um I think I missed one of the deadlines so sorry about that <laughs> but overall I, I I yeah would I would highly recommend this opportunity for everybody because it really is um Gosh, you know, to, to think that I'm sitting here today, and this is absolutely higher self-conversation. Yeah. To think that I'm sitting here today, and uh, shortly we'll have my fourth book on Amazon, um, with uh three more coming, so seven, is just so beyond what I ever imagined was possible. Um, I used to write backwards and my brain was raced too fast. I think they call that dyslexia or something, but never diagnosed. But uh, I had some 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 challenges. Um, my handwriting's appalling, and you know the thought of sitting down and being a writer is uh, was so far from what I ever imagined. And all these people were telling me you're going to be a writer, you've got so much to say. I'm like oh, but it's easier just to say it. <laughs> uh, so, but the process of saying, talking, speaking, and write, but the process of writing is very different. You you see these words on the page, and they they have a potency. They have an energy. And I even reread my chat this morning before we connected, and it it moved me. I sometimes read it back and go, "Who wrote that?" Uh, it moved me. But yeah, I hope I've uh, I've done a great job of sharing this chapter for those that read it, and I also hope that it supported those authors that are also in the in the book as well. And I'm really grateful to you, Crystal, for giving us the opportunity to um, express our stories, uh, our messages and more importantly, impact humanity. That That's what I'm here for and that's what we're doing. Mm, that's exactly what we're doing. We're impacting
0: humanity and, you know, having a writer like you or a person like you, and I want to categorise you just as a writer who has that really higher mission and vision for humanity that, and, you know, you're sharing that with me because it's it's all about, you know, awakening and empowering humanity into deeper levels of connection and sovereignty. I mean, that's what, what my publishing house is standing from. And so I'm calling in all these amazing people who are sharing that vision and we're collaborating and connecting in. And yeah, your chapter is definitely sharing so, so much wisdom. Um, so I highly recommend anybody who's picking up a copy of Fearless Presence to go to Mia's chapter and and read that. And also if you know you've been inspired by what Mia was saying about her writing, you know, coming from dyslexic writing backwards to now being a best-selling author multiple times on Amazon. Anybody can do this. We just have to claim it for ourselves. We just have to set that vision, set that intention, which is not for ourselves. I know you're not writing for yourself. You're writing to make an impact on humanity. And so if that is anybody who's listening, I invite you to get in touch with me as well. The next book that's coming out is called Intuitive Living. And it's about... A practical guide for women who want to deeply trust themselves, and this is also what we've briefly touched upon you know, it's a, it's like a. An expansion or a continuation of fearless presence, this is now about really how do we trust ourselves so that we can be in that fearless presence i'm dedicating a whole book to that
1: amazing 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 i'm probably going to have to talk to you about if i'm going to write for that next book or not
0: (laughs) that would be amazing because you have you know you are the embodiment of listening to your intuition which again is part of that being fearlessly in who you are and just bringing that into the world well i want you i want to thank you for being here i want you I want to ask you how people can get in touch with you. If there's any free offers that you have so people can dive <laughs> into, dip into yeah. your world a little bit
1: more. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can go to my website at thehumanreinventionacademy.com, okay, uh, anyone from anywhere around the world. So it's a, a global website. And you'll go in there and you'll find some resources that you can access. Um, You can either get copies of My Human Reinvention Formula. Uh, You can also join one of our Rapid uh, Reset Masterclasses coming up. Uh, There's a a whole bunch of opportunities. You can look at some of the programs we're running as well. 90 Days to Thrive is is our signature program, very potent. Uh, And you can, if it looks like it's something of interest to you, all you do is just fill out the information. It's an application process. And uh, we can have a chat. Most of all, I just want you to come and say hello. So find me on um, Facebook. We have a group called Reinventing Humans, or you can find me at my Mia Munro Biz um, page. And just come and say hello. Um, I love connection uh, with people. I love hearing your stories. Uh, If it's, you know, I understand it's a journey of connection and creating safety often first. So rather than thank you, just getting a book from me, I I want you to focus on coming and saying hi. And then I've got a whole bunch of goodies I can give you if you come and share your story with me. And um, yeah, I'd I'd love that. That That would make my day.
0: Amazing. I'll definitely make sure we have all of those details in the show notes so people can reach out to you. And I want to thank you so much for being here and for this incredible conversation. Thanks, Mia.
1: Thank you, beautiful. Bye.
0: Bye. If you want to become a best-selling author for the very first time or invest in giving your visibility a boost, then let's connect. And if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe to wherever you listen to this podcast, leave a review and take a screenshot to share on your social media. Show notes for this podcast, including all the links and gifts mentioned in today's episode are available at crystalhill.com forward slash podcast.